Seven, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Paul Chandler, the shy Yeti. <laughs> He's not that shy. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he said all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. Hello, campers. How are you? Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, so, what are we up to this episode? Well, um, well, we're actually going on a trip. Yes. Um, I promise no, um, no diary entries this time. Uh, nothing like that. No, we're going on a trip. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, uh, well, before we go, I'm, I'm going to have a quick word with Bettina, um, but, um, yes, we're, we're off to see Dragon Albert at the Phoenix Farm, um, we expect to see some familiar faces as well, uh, but, um, yeah, uh, so, um, let's run the theme music. When we come back, we'll be, uh, well, we'll probably be talking to Bettina first. So, yeah. Okay, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Queen. You don't want four now. I'll go anyway for Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is. Is a little more abstract than usual. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I have the other kind of my secret. I think he has. We can talk that with bad. Just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it begins. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Sorry, to be psyched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> has the Shy Life Podcast, though, Dan? I don't think so. It's all gooey and juicy and. Hello, darling. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you, Bettina. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, How are you? Oh, everything's fine here. Yes, yes. The flowers are beginning to come out of the gardens. It's rather nice. Oh, good. Yes, well, spring is well and truly on its way. Um, Well, it's here, isn't it, basically? Oh, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, we summer before we know it, and then autumn, and then winter again. Oh, Paul, you're so you're so negative. Don't think about it like that. Uh, no, I won't. And how how's August? Busy painting. Yes, every little change in the garden is a uh, inspiration for his painting. Oh, well, good. That's good. It's good. And any more holidays planned? Well, yes. If I can drag him away from the garden. <laughs> good. Yes. So, where are you going again? We're off to see Dragon Albert, uh, Cromarty and I. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
Uh, Yeti Uncle John is staying here, uh, I think. Um, and Ick. Um, oh, yes, how is everything with Ark? Well, from what we sort of deduced... Well, no, more than deduced. From the conversations we had with Ick recently, he... He, he's as nervous about Ark at times as we are, so it's a, it's, it's a matter of what to do about it or how we can curtail it or, or keep it, you know, from getting out of hand. Oh, dear, poor Ick. Poor, poor, poor all of you. And, and what about those yoga vampires? Well, we've... Yeah, there's not been any, uh, you know, mention about them uh, since they were last sighted, but uh, we're, we're still... You know, we, we've reported them to uh, a local uh, vampire hunter and, and, you know, we may get involved again for all we know. But at the moment it's quiet. Oh, that's good. Oh dear, that was a close shave. Yes, it was. And um, anything more about the paintings? You know, uh, Max Dupre, uh, your ex, you know, wanting all those paintings. No, I really don't know what to do about it, darling. I really don't. It's best, uh, oh dear, all these things that are going on. We're just sort of <laughs> pushing them under the carpet and hoping they'll go away, aren't we? Uh, well, a little bit, but... Uh... And what about the poems and the diaries? You, you've definitely uh, stepped away from that Radio Dalafem place. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not good for my, uh, you know, my self-confidence or whatever. You know, it's not... Well, whatever, it, yeah... Um, I'm very, I'm very proud of my poems and my writing. I, I shouldn't be uh, putting them out there uh, as a way to make people fall asleep. No, you shouldn't. Most certainly not. Uh, well, Bettina, I've lost my paintbrushes. Have you got them? Uh, oh dear, Paul, I'm going to have to go. He's lost his paintbrushes. He's probably, uh, I don't know what he's done with them. He's probably eaten them, dear. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway. Um, well, give my love to uh, Dragon Albert, won't you? I will. I will. Yes, I will. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, it, it should be a nice trip out to the countryside. Yes. Um, yeah, Martin and Tallulah are coming. Um, I've got to say, Tallulah wants uh, to record some uh, some of the Phoenixes. Apparently, the Phoenixes have a choir. A Phoenix choir is a, a particularly um, I don't know uh, rare thing. I think. I would imagine so, dear, yes. How wonderful. Oh, well, I'd better go. Yeah, OK. Um, speak to you soon. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, are you ready to go now? Uh, we'll, we, we, the car has come to pick us up from the Phoenix uh, Sanctuary. I still can't believe we've got a chauffeur-driven car all the way there. It's pretty special. <laughs> oh, it is, yes, it is. Uh, you two uh, off now? We, we are, it's Uncle John. Oh, good. Right, great. You seem very keen for us to, uh, um, to to leave. Yes, I'm looking forward to having the house to myself for the weekend. Uh, well, well, good on you. Um, well, don't forget Ick's across the road. You ought to speak to him. You know, go and see him at some point. Yes, yes, I'll go and see Ick. It's fine. Well, yes, because if, if you don't, he'll probably come and find you. Oh, he might bring Uck. Oh, good point. Well, yeah, anyway. Oh, look, your car's arrived. Oh, yes, so it has. Um... Right, come on, Cromarty, let's go. Yes, Paul, come on, let's go. You behave yourself, get your Uncle John. No wild parties. No, no, I won't be having any wild parties. Come on, hurry up. You'll be late. All right. Blimey, listeners. It's right old nagger today.
I think Tallulah and Martin are in the car already. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm glad we're all travelling together. Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, listeners, um, I, I know it's a bit early, but I think we might put on a, a quiz or a Sutton Park clip at this point. You know, whilst we're travelling. Okay. And once that's done, we'll probably be there. <laughs> okay. do I decide? I can't let Graham die. Paul would never forgive me. Graham would never forgive me. I should have been able to turn this coup on her and kill her. I could have done, I could have risked it. But I sensed she wasn't lying when she said she had control of Graham. I sensed this was the truth. I could not live with myself if I had rushed the decision and then ended up killing the child. And now I'm in a helpless position. I can do nothing. I have a week to make a decision which, from the start, I have no alternative in making. <sighs> she is truly an evil woman. I have won the game. There is no choice. Horner has no choice. Only seven days. Only seven days to worry and fret about what he ultimately must decide. I have won, once again. Oh, why? Why has this happened to me? I, I, I feel so, I feel so tired. I cannot keep this infernal battle going on much longer. I, I never know which way to turn. I must go home. I must discuss the matter with Paul. Maybe, maybe we can do something to Graham, isolate him, so that if Katrina dies, maybe that, maybe I can try that, I can isolate him. Isolate Graham. I fear it won't work though. She is ultimately powerful. She is ultimately deadly. I have picked a fight with an unbeatable foe. It's my fault. My boat. Viewers, viewers, hi. Got back from London okay safely yesterday. Um, I've come for another walk today. Hopefully I will not get attacked by any more gunmen. I just hope not. I mean, I thought I'd risk it. Stupid, aren't I? Anyway, I thought I wanted, I wanted to take you somewhere. I wanted to show you a place we haven't been to for ages. You want to come and see? Come on. Hi, viewers. Yeah, it was around here. 
Um, back in 1993, about 18 months ago or so, um, that we filmed Sutton Park Prison in the Sun. We did a lot of it over here. I did some of it back home in Charlton. And obviously, there were bits actually done in Sutton Park. But uh, now around here was where we did some of the main film, most of the main filming for the film. I haven't been up here since. It's a very nice place to come though. One of these trees around here was the place where Elaine had to sit up against and be hypnotised. Yeah. But down here we're coming up to where the uh, where the campsite was. Yeah, um, it's just down here. Um, of course, everything looks quite a bit different at the moment because of course the, the leaves haven't quite come out. It's still only April, early April, and uh, of course we didn't film until uh, in July or August or something, in 93. Yeah, we didn't actually film anything down this particular pathway. Um, but up here is, is the campsite, and those are the woods in there where the, where there was a fight sequence. It's all very exciting, viewers. Some people even thought it was the real place. That, yeah. Yes. Um. Some of the viewers actually thought this really was Sutton Park, so it's obviously quite realistic. Um, of course. Uh, this is very, quite a safe place compared to Sutton Park. Anyway, this was the campsite we filmed, of course. That's where the uh, campers supposedly ran in. Uh, it was over there that um, Bill, that was my character, and um, Pedro, that was Keith's character, uh, where Pedro tried to kidnap Bill or the gun. It was. There's been some quite, there's been some interest from some people about me writing a sequel, but um, well, I'll think about it. It's, Quite frankly, viewers, I, I don't want to stick around anymore. I would show you some more of the area, but I keep hearing it's a voice. It's not like I'm not being followed, I'm not being watched, it's not like I was before. I'm not in danger, but something to do with Horner. Something to do with Graham and Horner and Katrina Hortensia. There's danger. I must do something. I've got to get back. I've got to go back home. Someone I'm needed. If I don't go back home soon, something could happen. Something terrible. Viewers, I've got to get back home. It may not actually be psych a psychic message. It may just be plain worry. I, I don't know, but just there's something odd. It's something to do with Horner and Graham and Katrina Hortensia. Seems so many years since we were back. We were up here doing the film. Anyway. I'm I'm not, I'm, I, I mustn't stop and daydream, I, I've got to get back. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll see you back home, viewers. Hopefully, hopefully, um, nothing's going, gone, nothing's gone wrong. Okay, I'll, uh, see you later. I'm so tired, viewers. I'm making my way back home to, to Charlton. I, I, it's all so hot, so I need, I need to find some water to bathe, to bathe in, just, just, just for a few minutes. So I've, I've really missed not being able to swim. But if I become fully amphibian again, I, I let Paul down. That damn von Helbert, if only he could give me the serum, I could swim anytime I like without worrying about changing into something hideous. See, the main problem is, should I 
should I succumb to uh, my old amphibian ways and also return to my evil ways. As, as you probably remember, I, I'm taking pills prescribed for me for, by a doctor which uh, keep me from having to shed my skin, but I also have withdrawal symptoms and the moment I just think I really want to return to the water. But I've, I can't let Paul down. I've, oh, I've just got to keep going. Just forget about yes, the water. Oh. Sweet water. I I must oh water. Oh, oh. No, I must resist. Oh, no. I am not like I'm not like I used to be. I am different now. No. No. You know what I was thinking, viewers? Yes. I was thinking I could throw myself at that high voltage. I could be done with. It could all be over. But no. I've got other things. Other thoughts. I have plans, viewers. I have... I have made a decision. I cannot choose between... I cannot choose to kill someone. I cannot kill. I cannot let Katrina get the cube. I... I have decided to return to the water. I must have my skin change. If I become evil again, then so be it. I must stop thinking of my friends. I have done much. I must think of myself now. Please don't, please viewers, don't, don't consider me selfish. I just need, I need to get away from all this pressure. You, you see, I need to consider killing myself back there. And I can't let that happen. I can't go through this. Viewers, this has got to be the end. I must search find some water, start a new life, an old life, I must return to my amphibian ways. Viewers, don't leave me, not yet. I need to find, find water. This is postulating, cobulated horribleness. I want fresh flowing water. Please, it means a lot to me. Please, you won't feel Viewers, you won't, you won't hate me, will you? But I've got to go back to the river. If, if I, if I am able to return to Paul without being evil, then, but, but I've got to be by myself again. I need to shed my skin. I cannot wait till Von Helbert decides to give me the proper serum. He may never do. I cannot let Katrina blackmail me either. I must leave. Find proper water. Come. Come and search with me. I could just throw that cube in the river and be done with it. If 
I did that, she'd still come and find it, wouldn't she? Oh, it's so beautiful here. The water. I'll miss Paul. I'll miss Birmingham and Clive. I miss them all. But I've got to go back to my natural way. I can't keep taking those pills forever and I can't rely on Dr. Von Helbent. I want to join with my aquatic friends. Oh. I just love the water. Mm. The taste of the water. That water tastes like shit. Oh. The cows have been using it as their bathrooms. This water tastes awful. I prefer Coke. Oh dear, gratuitous advertising. Oh. I seem to have lost my taste for water. It just doesn't taste. I don't believe it. Viewers, I need to return to the water and yet when I'm there I don't feel at home here either. I don't feel at home anywhere anymore. In that case, I can't go back to the water. I can't go back to the river. It's not going to change anything. I've got to face up to my problems. I've got a new life now. I'm not Horner the Amphibian Man. I'm... I've got to go back. I can't let Paul down. I've got to come up with a plan. I've got to save Graham. Yes. I'm decided. The river is no longer my home. I will return. I will return. I think we're nearly there. I think this is the drive pool. I think you're right. Oh, this is marvellous. Oh, how lovely. Oh, oh, it's been such a nice drive too. It has, yes, yes. Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm very excited. Well, yeah, our, our listeners, um, what we forgot to say is that um, a property and my friend um, Tremaine, uh, who you met like late last year, uh, he is going to be there too because he's interested in doing volunteer work at the Phoenix uh, Sanctuary. So uh, we'll get to see him, which is good. Yes, yes, I'm very looking forward to seeing him. Oh, yeah, he's an old friend of yours from uh, the Sutton Park days, isn't he? He is. Yes, he looks a bit different, but a uh, long story. But uh, anyway, 
Oh, oh yes, dear. Well, we all look a bit different than we did in the 1990s. We do indeed, yes. Um, it'd be nice to see Dragon Albert. I haven't seen him for ages. I feel a bit bad about it, to be honest. Oh, don't worry, Paul. He's a very busy man. Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. He certainly is. Um, well, I just hope your Uncle John is behaving himself. Meanwhile, back at Paul's flat. Oh, blimey, blimey, blimey. Oh. Oh, blimey, it's a phone call. Oh, it's Mac. Hey. Hey, uh, yeah, Uncle John, thanks for those recordings that you sent me. Uh, you know, uh, I know you feel a little bit bad about uh, the way we're going about this, but uh, but the trouble is, Paul's recordings are just so good, you know, for the clientele. They just send them straight to sleep. Yes, 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 I understand, Mac. I don't mind doing a bit of this, uh, as long as my biscuits are still coming today. Hey, yaddy Uncle John, I think if you look out of the window, you'll see the big delivery van coming now. I hope you've got somewhere to store these biscuits. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I'll see a vehicle coming now. Oh, yeah, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I wonder if it can, uh, I wonder if it can store them away. It might be the best thing. I can't really put them down in the lab. Anyway, don't worry, Mac. Uh, just let me know if you need some more recordings. Hey, I will, yeah, sure. You know, uh, he'll never know. No, he'll never know, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's away at the moment, so uh, I can't record anything else uh, at the moment, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm happy to, happy, to do, happy to do more recordings. Sure. Great, I'll speak to you soon. Enjoy your biscuits. Yes, I will. Thank you. Oh, listeners, I didn't see you there. Look, don't you dare tell anybody... It's all, it's all uh, above board, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, just, I don't think, nobody gets hurt this way. And I still get my biscuits. The biscuit, oh, there's going to be loads of biscuits. Wow, he really has kept up his side of the bargain. Very exciting. Oh, I wonder what flavours they are. I hope they're not all the same. I did say I wanted a variety. Don't look at me that way, listeners. I, I, it's, it's, it, nobody gets hurt. It's just fine. Yeah, right. Better go and let them in. <laughs> oh, lots of biscuits. Yum, yum. Well, Paul, it's great to see you. Uh, it's the first time you've properly been to the Phoenix Factory, I think. It is, yes. Yes, I think. Well, no, we, did go, no, we didn't we come once before, ages ago. Oh, yes, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, I do remember coming. Um... But, uh, yeah, uh, well, you know, it'd just be lovely to spend the weekend here. It's nice to get away from getting Uncle John, to be honest. I, I imagine. Is he still doing his photographs? He is, yes. Oh, blimey. It just seemed like the perfect weekend to come down. Tallulah wants to do the recording of the Phoenix Choir, and uh, obviously Martin's here. Oh, yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? They're like uh, mother and son. They are, yeah, that, that was a complete surprise. And uh, yeah, Bettina sends her love. She's uh, busy with um, August. He's painting everything that moves and everything that doesn't move as well. <laughs> That's very much like him. He, he does like his painting. He does, yes. I thought I'd be going away on holiday soon. I expect so. <laughs> wow. 
Well, what would you like to do? Would you like to meet some phoenixes? Or what are the others doing? Well, Tallulah and Martin are getting the recording ready. And uh, um, I think Cromarty is talking with Tremaine. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yes. Um, well, uh, maybe we just have a coffee or something. And I, I don't know if we should give Cromarty and Tremaine some time to talk by themselves or... Oh, yeah, I don't know. When I make the coffee, we'll see. All right. Well, Poverty, it's good to see you again. It's uh, been some time. <laughs> I can't believe it's... What is it? It's been three or four months since I saw you. Blimey, yes, I think it might be. Oh, goodness. How time flies still. It was a much longer gap before that. So uh, I'm so glad I was able to arrange for you to come and have a, a, a visit here to the Phoenix Sanctuary. Yes, it's mighty fine work. I arrived just yesterday. I'm going to be doing some volunteer work for the next week or so. Ah, oh, yes. It's, 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 such a, it's such a different atmosphere out here in the countryside compared to Sutton Park. Oh, yes, yes. Well, how have things been with you, you know, back uh, back in, well, where Paul lives? Well, it's, it has been quite a trying few weeks. I can't remember if I told you. My, uh, it turned out that the yoga group I was part of had been overrun by vampires, and we were trying to get rid of them. And, and then, well, Yeti Uncle John came home, and, and he's still causing trouble. Not as much as he used to, but uh, he thinks he's a world-famous photographer. But he, oh well, it's too long, it's too much. I don't want to talk about them. Let's just talk about nice things. <laughs> absolutely, yes, absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Paul. I, I, uh, I expect he wants to spend some time with Albert, though. Oh, yes, yes, I think so. But, uh, yes, it is very nice to be away from Yeti Uncle John and all of that. <laughs> oh, of course, the other thing that happened was that Ick, um, Ick the alien, he had his baby, and his baby is a bit sinister. And, uh, well, it's a long story again. But I said I wouldn't speak about home. Well, you obviously want to get some of these things off your chest, so I quite understand. But, uh, yes, well, let's just, do, let's just do that now, and then it'll all be forgotten. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe, Gulliver, you are my father confessor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think there's that much difference in our age, but uh, if that's how you see me, fair enough. That's very good coffee, uh, uh, Albert. Where'd you get that from? Oh, well, it's actually special coffee beans that uh, the, the phoenixes, um, well, well, let's say it's, they're fertilised by phoenix dung. OK, well, yeah, I mean, that sounds disgusting when you say it like that, but... Uh, I imagine, you know, loads of plants and vegetables and things are fertilised with dung. So, yeah, anyway, it's very nice coffee. Thanks, Paul. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, Tremaine and Cromarty look like they're deep in conversation. Do you think we should go and potter down and see how um, uh, things are going with uh, Martin and Tallulah? I think that might be a good idea. Yes, let's do that. Meanwhile, back at Ick's spaceship. Ick? Ick, are you in there? Let me into your ship. It's me, Yeti Uncle John. Your presence has been detected and recorded. Thank you. Oh, hello, Yeti Uncle John. I forgot you were still around. The others have gone away, haven't they? Yes, the others have gone away. To see Dragon Albert, yes. Um, I just wanted to ask you something. What? What? How much space have you got, you know, in that spaceship of yours? Do you have, like, a storage room that, that I could borrow for a few weeks? A storage room? Uh... I suppose so. What is it you want to store? Well, uh, I'll explain. Nothing. It's nothing dangerous. No, nothing. Nothing nasty. I just uh, don't have room for it in the lab. You know, 
it's all above board. You know, it's just, it is a bit cramped in that flat. All right. Yes, I suppose so. Do you have the things here now? No, uh, I'll get them here. Sorry, I should have rung you, but uh, I thought it's best to ask you in person. All right. Uh, how's Uck? Uh, you, you, you won't let him get into the storage uh, unit, will you? No, I won't. Goodness me. Yes, Uck is fine. He's doing his homework. Oh, good. No more, you know, no more... No, he's, he's been a very good boy. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yes, glad, glad to hear it. Well, I'll see you whenever you get back with your things. Yes, I need a trolley. I'm going to have to arrange it, but uh, I'll, I'll be over, you know, within the hour. Very well, very well. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So, uh, yes. Oh, listeners, you're always there when I'm... <sighs> Look... It's fine. I, I, I really think that perhaps um, you should go and listen to a, a quiz or something. Yes, listen, listen go and listen to a quiz. Uh, and, and, uh, but I, I'm, I'm a bit busy. I'm a bit busy. I've got to go and feed the magpies first as well. All right. Uh, here comes a quiz with Paul and Callum. Eighties. Which under what stage name did Christopher Davison have hits, including a number one single in nineteen eighty six? You've definitely got some of his records. Um, Christopher Davison. Mm-hmm. Is, is, a, is he as a solo act? Yeah. And the name is not that dissimilar to what Christopher. Oh, uh, Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christopher. Chris I was thinking Howard Jones or Christopher. He's a bit early. In 1993, I can't even read that. 1993, I think. Too Young to Die became the first top 10 single for which British jazz funk band. Miracle. Yeah. 21st century. Which American hip hop band had their first British hit in 2000 with Ms. Jackson? Ms. Jackson. I'm getting getting confused with mm. Luscious Jackson, who, who weren't really a hip hop band, they were more a pop band who did have a. Um, was it. Uh, I think who did the, the same people who did uh, I want to bid your mother I did it did, did brother uh, shake it like a Polaroid picture not those people outcast yeah I was going to say it's the same people there's your hey yard isn't they that's what I was trying to sing uh, <laughs> I could only remember bits of it uh, shake complete the, the complete the title of Scouting for Girls top ten hit from two thousand and seven. Elvis. Elvis isn't, Elvis isn't dead or something. Yeah, Elvis isn't dead or Elvis ain't dead. 
feel like we parodied that one. Didn't, didn't all of their songs sound almost the same, or they were just taking? It took some pop culture person and uh, which nineteen eighty six song by Europe has the initials Tango Foxtrot Charlie? Final countdown. That's the only song that anyone knows. Final, yes. Other than Europe, oldies. I got you, babe. Was number one for UB40 and Chrissy Hind. Nineteen eighty-five. Who had the original hit version twenty years earlier? Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. Correct. We did all that complete. I think that was pretty good. Eighties. Simple Minds had a hit with the theme from nineteen eighty-five film, The Breakfast Club. What was the song? Don't you forget about me. Correct. Wasn't that other one? <laughs> what she said, she said. Never do, she said, she said. Which I only recently kind of... All the things she said. All the things she said. 1990s, which singer had hits like Play Dead, 1993, and Violently Happy, 1994? York. York, yes, York. 21st century, Love is a Losing Game in 2007 was the last single released during a lifetime of which British singer? What year? 2007. Which singer famously died? Come on. <laughs> There's a programme about her coming up, actually. It's being trailered. Statue of her in um, Camden Market. It's not Cilla uh, Black, and it's not... It's not, no. And it's not... Amy Winehouse. Yes, it is. What, 2007? 2007. That's not right. Amy Winehouse didn't die in 2007. It's only t- it's 10 years this year since she died. Oh, a typo on that one. Because <laughs> they've been going on about They've been going on yeah. about it being 10 years. It was 10 years ago today. It was around the time when I, and I just arrived at the airport. And I'm not disputing day. it. Dominic said, uh, um, mm. yeah, Toby, Toby was a bit of a Amy Whitehouse, so he keeps mentioning <laughs> Complete the title of Adele's 2010 hit, Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> it's like rolling, rolling the river. It's, it's not rolling in cow patch. No, that's, that's what listening to the song sounds like. Uh, the deep, rolling the deep. Yeah, yeah, rolling in the deep. Which 1995 song by Ladysmith, Black Mambazo, has the initials Sierra Lima, Sierra Charlie? I don't think I know any of their songs. You know, you, I mean, know they, they, didn't, they didn't write the lyrics. It's um, Swing Low Sweet Chariot. Uh, They've done it for the Rugby World Cup. Uh, and Oldies... In 1986, Kim Wilde had a hit with You Keep Me Hanging On. Who had the original hit 20 years earlier? The Supremes. The Supreme Premes. This last one here. 1980s, which song written by Meatloaf's collaborator Jim Steinman went to number one for Bonnie Tyler in 1983? Um, Doug Eclipse of the Heart. Correct. Under what names did Ant and Deck have their first hits? PJ and Dunk. PJ and Dunk. In 2003, Erasure reached the number, reached the top ten with a cover of which 1977 
Peter Gabriel hit? Salisbury Hill. I don't remember that. Do I remember that? Do I remember that? I, I know the I know the original. I can't remember. Yeah, no. Uh, it depends whether it, hmm. it was on top of the pops or not. Uh, it wasn't like a massive. It might have been one that did better than some of the things that they'd done. They do have the odd surprising big hit um, in the noughties that you forget. Complete the title of Jesse J's debut hit from 2010, Do It Like. Not Jagger. (laughs) Do It Like. That. Do It Like a Dude. Do It Like a Dude. Which 1993 number one hit by Shaggy has the initials Oscar Charlie. Of Carolina. That's it. And oldies, which 1961 record by Benny King reached number one when reissued in 1987? And by me. Stand by me, yes. Martin, how's it going? Oh, it's very well. Kalula's been uh, recording, and uh, yeah, I think she's got a lot of what she wants. Oh, that's nice, um, because uh, uh, that way she can relax once she's got the, the sounds she needs. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how, how are you? Have you had a nice chat with Albert? Yeah, we had a lovely coffee. Um, I haven't spoken to Gulliver yet because uh, Cromarty's busy chattering with him. I think he's just unloading, as it were, 
Oh, well, it's nice to have someone else to talk to, other than us. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard anything from Yeti Uncle John? No, nothing. But it's probably for the best. I'd rather forget him whilst we're away. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't blame you. Oh, hello, boys. How are you? We're, we're fine, I think, Tallulah. How are you? Is everything going all right? Oh, yes. Everything's fine. The phoenixes are, are doing a great job. Maybe you should get a duet between the magpies and the phoenixes. Oh, I don't think magpies really have the sort of voices that I require. Phoenixes are beautiful, though. I don't think my hearing is attuned to phoenixes. I, I, I couldn't really hear it much. Oh, no, well, uh, it'll be different when I've done work on the recording. I'll bring out the natural, um, uh, the, the natural, um, ethereal quality of their voices. Wow, Mum, can't wait to hear that. I know, it sounds wonderful. Hi, guys. Uh, what's going on? Oh, I was going to get some lunch ready. Oh, well, that'd be perfect. I'm nearly finished. Shall I go and uh, see if Cromarty and Gulliver uh, are, um, you know, finished? Oh, that might be a good idea. We were going to have l- lunch down by the pavilion. Oh, great. Sounds wonderful. I'll just go and, uh, I'll just go and fetch them. Uh, what, what are we having for lunch, Albert? It's a buffet. I think you'll like it. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Don't tell Yeti Uncle John, he'll be jealous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he, he uh, yeah, didn't insist on coming along. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to. Oh, probably some naughtiness, I expect. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ick, it's me, Yeti Uncle John. Hello, I'm here. Oh, oh Yeti Uncle John. What's in all those boxes? Oh, just something. I, I want it. I won it in, in a, uh, a competition. You did a competition? What sort of competition was that? Uh, a wordle, you know, that wordle thing. But a bit like that, competitive wordle. I did it very quickly, uh, and I won a prize. Did you now? Hmm. Let me see, what's on this box? You don't need to look at the boxes. It says biscuits. Hmm. Biscuits, that rings a bell. Oh no! It, it, it's no. It's just the, it was the prize for the competitive wordle competition. Was it now? Hmm. Is that why you didn't want uh, getting access? You thought you might eat your biscuits. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I also, uh, you know, uh, uh, biscuits aren't good for 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 a child to have so many biscuits and things. It's different for Yeti Uncle John's. Oh well, I'll give you a helping tentacle. Come on, let's get these boxes inside. It looks like rain. Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? All right, thanks, Zeke. I'm very grateful. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. And, well, you see, that that's how it goes, I suppose. Yes. Oh, dear, Cromarty. You often... You've said to me before how, you, you know, Sutton Park is a very stressful place, and indeed it is, but it doesn't sound like living with Paul is any less stressful... We seem to be going through something, some trauma or other. Well, yes, uh, I, I know what you mean. It can be a bit traumatic. I still think you should come and visit me. Because the park is a completely different place these days. Um, and, you know, time has passed. And I think you would do very well, you know, coming for a long visit or staying for some time. But, but, you know, I have responsibilities to Paul, to my friend Milo. Oh, oh really? Well, from the sounds of it, 
things with you and Milo aren't exactly, um, well, hot diggity dog, for want of a better expression. Well, I, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I, it's, it's early days, but maybe I should come for a visit. Yes, come for a visit, and then, if it suits you, you could always move up there. Well, maybe... Maybe I'll think about it. It's, it's a lot to think about. Yes, yes. Well, the offer is uh, open. If you want to come and live with me, then you're welcome to. All right. Thank you. I'll consider it. Uh, Gromity? Uh, Gulliver? Hi. Uh, sorry. Didn't want, I didn't want to interrupt, but uh, um, Albert uh, has, has got lunch set up down by the pavilion. We're all going to meet there. But some sort of buffet. It sounds wonderful. Oh, marvellous. Oh, yes, I heard him talk about that earlier. Oh, a buffet. I, I, I like a buffet. <laughs> it always reminds me of Yeti Uncle John. Yes, well, food always reminds us of Yeti Uncle John. All right, uh, are you going to wander down by yourself? Or, or or shall I wait for you? Oh, no, we'll, we'll come now. Yes, Paul. <laughs> come on, let's go. <laughs> I feel quite hungry. Uh, listeners, I think we've got time for another Sutton Park clip at this point. So, uh, whilst we have our lunch, I'm sorry we can't offer any to you. I'd, I'd, I'd stick it through the uh, microphones, but it would come out your your ear holes. And anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Right, I'll ask bit of Southern Park for for the episode. And uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. So, um, I don't know what my premonition thing was about. Um, perhaps just a warning to get back home to take care or something, I'm not sure. Um, well, I've uh, got a bath for Horner, so when he comes back he can have a nice soak if he wants to. But, um, I expect he'll be home soon. I can't hang around anyway, I've got things to do. Um, yeah, I might pop in and see Nick tomorrow, uh, a bit later, um, and maybe see what's going on. Um, yeah. As I say, Horner should probably be back soon. He's uh, been gone a while, but 
huge other bath this time of day, so uh, I run it for him. I have decided. Um, I've decided to, uh, to do something about this hand business. Yes, I uh, decided I want to try and create a new Harry of some sort, for better or for worse. I'm going to have a go at doing that soon as well. Yeah. Oh well. That's better. That's much better. it was Horner who uh, heard about the defiles business he told me about that um yeah strange Mr. I, I have to go and see him if he, if, he rings, if he rings again um he seems to be worried that Horner may spill the beans or something I don't know he obviously doesn't think that thinks that uh, Horner is a bit of a security risk I think Horner's alright anyway um I think Horner's having a bath at the moment I think he, he, think he just came back anyway I've got to go off and see uh, Nick now so uh um, oh, I'm not going to bother asking him about security. I want to be alright. I shall, I shall take the the hand with me as well and see if I can do something about that. Okie doke. Um, see you around. I expect. Um, I should go this way. No, I won't. Ah, <laughs> oh, viewers, I'm back. I feel a whole lot better. Seems Paul has gone dashing out. Seems. I got to talk to him briefly, but I didn't have time to tell him about Graham. I, I hear that uh, he's been offered a job at an investigation bureau. That uh, that, that should be good. Uh, but that's not yet. I wanted to discuss with him about Graham, but obviously I didn't get the chance. I haven't got long. I don't know when I'll see Paul next. I don't know if he's coming back tomorrow or if he... I think he's going off down... I haven't noticed Nick or something. He's doing something with that, that that cloning of Harry or something. Could be ages. So it's obviously I'm gonna. It's a good thing I didn't. It's a good thing I didn't decide to return to the the waters. It's gonna be up to me. I'm gonna have to think, think hard. How am I going to save Graham? I've got a, I've got an idea, but I don't know if it'll work. But at the state I'm at the moment, the only alternative is kill or cure. If 
I kill Graham, I kill him. But there may be a slight chance I can save his life. I did have one plan, but it would not work. I had considered making a fake cube. However, when Katrina found that, she'd still be able to have the power to kill Graham. What I must do is get to Graham. Create some sort of barrier between him and Katrina, so that when she tries to use her mental mind powers, Graham is left, well, safe. This is what I must try. It won't be easy, but, uh, yes. She may have done me a good turn by giving me those extra seven days. She thought that she was giving me them just to give me extra complications and give me time to get worried and things. She may have just given me the time I need. Yes. If I can build a device that protects Graham, then I can work on a booby trap or, or, or something which, basically, I can try and kill her then. Because if she is not, if her death will not affect Graham, if Graham is safe from her, she will die. She will die. And he will remain safe. This is what I should do. I shall crush her. Crush her. For the torment she's put upon me. She'll regret. She'll regret. She... She'll regret. She'll regret she ever met me. Hi viewers, you seen that? It's a a, a psychic finger protector. Protector. It. Uh, it. Uh, yes. It, 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 there's some. Um, I don't know why I've got it on really, but someone said a psychic finger protector. You'd look good in one. So. Um, so I'm wearing it, but I don't think I'll keep it for very long. It's um, strange. Hello. Hello. Hi. Alright. Yes, oh, I'm in monotone. Mm. Oh, okay. Better, that's better. You're How right are you? Better. How are you? Alright. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah, not bad. No, not so bad. Just relaxing, enjoying the summer sun. It's not summer, don't worry. It will no. be soon. Spring sun then. Spring sun then? Yeah, spring sun. Look! Hi, hi viewers. Uh, so that was Elaine and Keith there. I'm at Nick's house now. Yes, it's very exciting. And uh, and here is Nick. Hello, just Nick. Just about to start filming on the monologues. Oh, that's good. And oh, hello. And oh, here hi. is our I'm, first star of the year. I'm Barry. You're Barry it's D. Not Barry. In the, in, not Barry. Isn't Inquisition in oh. The first right, star I, of the year. He's the doctor who helped me. I when, admit it. I'm really Tom Baker. What? He's, he, he's the one who helped me when I went into that coma that yes. time. Anyway, what I've come to talk to you about. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it, it's only a seven. Seven. How revolting! This is the only surviving bit of Harry Fulton. Um, oh. Before he got turned into sausages, and I'm. Why didn't that bit get turned into sausages? Because it obviously he wasn't thought to be a high quality enough. What I'm thinking about doing is making a clone. I've been told if I plant it in some soil, it should grow into a full Harry Fulton again. But uh, you know, it, it, it could work. Yeah. No, I, do you feel the slightest bit guilty about? Harry guilty Harry? about what? Harry what, dying. What, but that's a long time. Things have passed. I know, but you ate him, didn't you? It's all being brought back. That's not fair. As you may remember, viewers, I didn't realise it was Harry. I, I he got turned into sausages and I ate him. I shouldn't feel guilty. It happened a long time ago. I don't feel guilty at all. Paul Chandler, you are guilty 
of murdering Harry Fulton. You shall die. What's what's going on? Everything's gone monotone. You will... Your method of execution. Nick? We will put a plastic bag over your head until you be dead. Uh, Nick? Uh... Execution will happen now. Uh, but this... No, no. Last time on the Sutton Park, I was about to get suffocated in a surreal dream sequence, and oh, oh yes, I was. Make your peace with your makeup. Oh, I shouldn't be wearing my glasses. <laughs> please, please stop it! I'm not free. Just free. Let me talk. Let me. Let me. Let, no, no, let me. Let me. Please, please, please. I didn't mean to kill you. I, it wasn't my fault he got turned into sausages. I didn't realise when I ate him that that he was Harry. I'm sorry. This was hell what happened such a long time ago. Please be happy, merciful. This happened two years ago. I'm innocent. I didn't mean no. to do it. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Paul! Paul, wake up! What's the matter with you? Paul! Why do you went all funny? Oh, um, I think I had a flashback. Um, I'm sorry. I just had a very straight whilst you were talking. You went distinctly funny, didn't you? Did I? I, I, I whilst you were saying... It's a bit odd. No, it's just when you said that, should I be guilty about Harry? You know, you said that, you said, should I be guilty that Harry died, didn't you? And I went to a strange and I felt guilty and I had a flashback where you, Well, it was all very strange yeah. and you were the judge and... No. I was all very strange. <coughs> the judge? Well, no, 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 I just had a very... I went all... Did you notice that I went all blank for a minute? I went yeah. all sort of... Well, I, I, had, a, I, I had a bit of a flashback then of... I make believe <laughs> you you keep on Overwork. being prone to these, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm a yes. bit worried about Haw Horner, Horner as well. Horner keeps having flashbacks about uh, Kerry. You um, said I was a judge. You were a judge, and you were predicting that I should be for for being for actually eating Harry. I mean, is oh, it is no. just my? Don't worry about it. It's overwork, overwork. All that business with the with London and going to London and having that job interview and hurting my head. Yes, yes, and brushing, being chased by gunmen and things like that. I, Oh, I went to Pepperbox Hill yesterday, did I tell you? Oh, nice one. Yes, it was very... It was prison very, in the Sun. Yes. Not to mention the Rosette. Ro <coughs> Rosie Lenn, second... Yeah. Oh. Uh, monochrome? Monologue. Anyway, I'm feeling much better now. I'm feeling much better. What do you think I should do about... <laughs> Sorry. What do you I know. Give it to me, I'll eat it. No, 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 no. You might have photo flashbacks. What do I you know. Think? I was going to plant it. But How about... Yes? You go to Exeter. Why go to Exeter? What do you mean go to Exeter? Why? Oh, Harry went. Yeah, he was at Exeter University, wasn't he? I've got to hand it to you. Well, you think that planting in Exeter, the soil will be better for growing a Harry? Because Harry was last seen in Exeter. He died in Exeter, didn't he? No, he died here, but he'd just become back from Exeter. So, well, for the last couple of years before he died, he'd been at Exeter University. It's so possible. But it gives me a holiday, doesn't it? It gives me an excuse to go and have a nice... <coughs> yes, it does. It gives me an excuse to go and have a holiday in Exeter for a few days, so why not? I mean... <laughs> I mean, if the budget, if, if the budget could, could, could afford me going into Exeter, I may as well go. Is there anything left of the budget? A wing or a, yeah, or a head or something? Well, yes, I'll go down to Exeter then. Yes. I know. I'll go to Exeter. I know. I'll go to university then. <laughs> oh dear. I'm very sorry about having that flashback. It was most strange. It's all right. We enjoyed it. I mean... <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I don't know. <sighs> Um, now, this is the flats, the Frouder flats at Exeter University. Um, this is one of the flats that Harry lived in when he was alive. Um, you, you may have seen, because when I time, remember when I time travelled back to see Harry at the Frouder? Yes, well, this is similar. This is, I'm not sure this is the same place or what. Anyway, um, I'm a bit lost, so uh, this, this way is the, uh, 
There's nobody around, by the way, because it's, it's Easter holidays. I just found the door open. Now that's the kitchen. Uh, I want to find Harry's room. Um, Harry's room is uh, Harry's room is uh, this way. No, it's not. Oh, I think. Um, go this way. Yeah, because. Uh, uh, or maybe. Oh, maybe not. Um, oh, I cannot shop. Harry's room. Harry. These corridors all look, all look the same, that's a little. Um, yeah, because Harry was in quite a, in about two different rooms in his time um, at Exeter before we got because he only had a year in Exeter, if you remember. Um, now what's... Aha! One oh, Harry. The door's open, quite strange. Oh, focus. Yeah, the... Uh... My goodness. Yeah, this is, this is a different room from the one that I saw when I was here last, do you remember? It's a different room. Um, um, I shall go find my stuff and turn it There's some people playing frisbee out there. It's amazing how they've kept the room exactly like it was um, when he was last here. Um, obviously there's a few new bits and pieces. I mean, I'm not sure if they've got a new student in here or what, but... Uh, Yes, anyway. Um, well, that was one of Harry's friends who was uh, in, uh, well, yes, in a, in a surreal flashback of mine. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, I'll leave the room, leave the room. Um, yeah, as I said, we'll come back later. Um, but, uh, as I said, nobody around, nobody around at the moment. So I've got to plant this old severed hand. Um, yeah, what I'm going to do, I'm going to plant this old severed hand of uh, Harry's in some soil nearby and see if it grows into a new one. But, uh, gosh, it seems such a long time since I came to visit Harry Exeter. Uh, we used to sit here, we used to sit here and have conversations about um, philosophy and things. It was just really good. <laughs> so a long time ago. So what did you think of that um, poem there, Harry? Yes, uh, well, I, I thought it was a, a mouage gual of uh, art deco and decor. Uh, yes. An anti-Pavlovian, neo-Neapolitan neo, neo, neo so right, so right. sort of thing. It's so funny because I would have said exactly that. And when I was um, perusing the, uh, the uh, local um, books on that particular subject, I did think that uh, quite recklessly it had abandoned the state of the art um, philosophy of um, actually uh, doing things in a sort of strange theological sort of um, bollocksy type way uh, upon the natural essence of the matter. What does that mean? I don't know. I, I find that when we have these conversations, they go to a point when they're no longer just passing along the normal planes of reality, but they become distinct and related to a different type of reality upon uh, things that are written on a, a teacup. Um, things. Yeah. Fancy a cup of tea? Yes, sure, thanks. What's tea? I think it's um, some sort of new pastime that they have in the outer Greek Hebrides. Pervert. Hmm. Yes, yes, what strange, strange conversations we used to have when we were here. Nothing's really changed at all. I uh, 
just wonder where I should actually start planting this this little handling and how how what what is I mean it's a big decision. I mean well, there's some water over there. I could plant it in that, but uh, no, I'm not sure. Hmm. It's very quiet around here, and you know, as I said, there is nobody around. I mean, it's not as if I expected to be around, but uh, um, yeah. Um, I think I should probably uh, make the step and um, plant the hand. It's a big decision, as I know. I mean, we've had bad. We've had that dimensional clone Harry, and we've had the uh, um, the robot Harry. We've had problems with them, but hopefully this should be a improvement, especially since Robin's gone all strange with his split personalities and things. Right, this is going to be the big moment, I think. Plant this blooming hand and watch it grow. He was always a handy lad, Harry. Oh dear. It's amazing how his hand has kept preserved all this time. Right. Right, find somewhere to plant it. Um, here we go. Yes, um, I know. Uh, uh, stick it in this fridge here. Uh, one way. Uh, stick it in the fridge, and by the morning, it should have grown into a fully formed human being. Thank you, Harry. Yes. I wonder what it will go into. we go all the boxes are stacked that's marvelous that uh, I promise I won't keep up this storage room for too long you know I'll, I get through quite a lot of biscuits you know per week so yes I mean you're welcome to have some if you want I don't know that I'm that interested in biscuits to be perfectly honest but I have remembered something uh, oh yes yes biscuits wasn't that the payment that you were due from Radio Dal FM what you know what I'm talking about, those diary entries. I thought Paul decided that he didn't want any more to do with that radio station. Well, no, I, I, it, it's nothing to do with that. It's Uncle John. The boxes have a stamp on it saying Radio Dal FM. 
I'm not stupid, you know. Oh, oh blimey. What's been going on? Uh, I, I, I can never lie to you, it can I? No, no, you can't. <sighs> yes, so I've been recording Paul without him knowing, and I've been sending the tapes into uh, Radio Dad FM, uh, and, you know, it's just that Paul doesn't know anything about it. Oh, yes, Uncle John. Back in your naughty ways. Oh, it's, it's, it's not as naughty as it sounds. I mean, it, what does it matter? It's just, you know, no one, no one's hurt. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting hurt, but it's dishonest. It's Uncle John. It's dishonest. Oh, it's, it might be dishonest, but, but I want those biscuits. I wanted them so badly. When I saw the biscuits on offer, I couldn't resist it. I'm a weak man, Ick. I'm a weak man. Yes, you are. Uh, uh, there's a joke in there somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, look, um, I, 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 please don't say anything to Paul. I don't want him to know about this. You put me in a very difficult situation. All right, I won't say anything. Um, but if he finds out um, you're storing boxes in my UFO, then I'll, I'll play ignorant as far as what they are. I don't want anything to do with this. I don't agree with any of it. But, uh, oh, 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 dear, oh, dear. Come on, let's have a cup of tea and bring one of your packets of biscuits. I'll try them at least. Oh, oh yes, yes. All right, I'll bring a packet of biscuits. Thanks, Eek. Sorry. Sorry for getting you involved in this. Oh, I know it's bad. I know it's naughty of me. But, I'll say, oh, dear, oh, dear. I'm disappointed in you, said Uncle John, but that I'm used to being disappointed in you. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I'm really sorry. Oh, this is a lovely lunch, uh, Albert. Thanks for that, Tallulah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh, I am, yes. So much variety. And how are you doing with your recording of the Phoenixes? Oh, very well. Yes, very well indeed. I'm very pleased to hear it. What exactly are you are you uh, making, um, dear lady? Oh well, uh, 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 because Albert has a, a Phoenix choir, and I just thought it'd be nice to incorporate it on one of the tracks I'm working on for a performance that I'm doing at the end of term. Sounds wonderful. Gosh, I wonder. Maybe I, uh, maybe I, I'd be able to get down to to see the performance. It does sound splendid. Well, I think it's going to be live streamed, but obviously we'd like to have you there in the audience if you could. Sounds amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there too. Oh, of course. Uh, oh, this food's amazing. It is, isn't it? Gosh, it's nice to be able to, you know, have a sort of outdoor buffet. This, you know, it's, it's not exactly summer yet, is it? But uh, the, weather, the weather is is good today. Yeah, Paul. Can I ask you something? You, you look a bit distracted. Uh, yeah, I overheard something. I think something I shouldn't have overheard. All oh, right. What? What did you hear? Uh, um, I heard Tremaine Gulliver asking Cromarty if he wanted to live with him in Sutton Park because, you know, everything that's been going on down here has obviously been getting to Cromarty and, and he was suggesting that Cromarty have a, a an extended break. Maybe not permanently, but... Wow, I didn't realise that uh, things were that bad. Well, you know with the yoga vampires and Yeti Uncle John and things not being exactly great with Milo. Um, and plus everything else. What with me eating um, those experiments of his and going small and 
tall and, oh, you know. Has that happened to you again recently? Mm, fingers crossed, no, but uh, um, one way or another, you could probably do with a rest, a break. Wow, yeah. Mm. Well, well, you can't make the decision for him, can you? No, I can't. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Ick, you know, how up is going up so quickly and, and Ick almost is having empty nest syndrome like only a few months after he was born because of... Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, I'm thinking, you know, uh, August moved out. You're over at Tallulah's a lot. I, I know you had your own place anyway, but you did used to spend a lot of time at uh, the flat and you don't so much now. Well, that's true. And, um, you know, Ick's in his spaceship and, and, and if Cromarty moves out... Just been me and Yeti Uncle John, well, and Toby and Dealey. Um, what if what if it decides to go somewhere? Because you know, I don't know. Oh. I'm sure it won't come to that pool. Well, you know, things change. We used to have Callum in the flat, and he had to go away because of the pandemic and to go and live with his mum. So it's been happening for a while without me realising, I suppose. Oh dear, Paul. Come on, look. There's a whole table full of desserts. Oh, yes, you're right. How nice. Yes. Uh, listeners, I, I think um, that's about it for now. We're going to be spending a, another day or so here, but, you know, we, we want to do our own thing. So, But it's been nice to share this with you. It's been nice for you to sort of uh, see Tremaine briefly and, uh, and Albert. And, and to do, Anyway, um, we've got plenty of episodes in the can, so we'll speak to you again soon. Uh, you take care and, uh, yeah, um, uh, we'll say goodbye now and uh, I'm going to go and tackle that dessert table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. pretty good, aren't they? God, I think we've nearly polished off that whole packet. Oh dear. They're quite addictive. I don't even, I don't even recognise the flavour. No, oh, they're buttery and creamy and, and tasty and, uh, and uh, oh, see? It was worth the while, wasn't it? For me doing that recording, you, you're thanking me now. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but, uh, oh, do you think we can open another packet? Oh, I think that'll be okay. We've got about a thousand packets in there. Something like that. And then, when they run out, if uh, you record some more, you'll get more biscuits. Oh, yes, yes. It's, a, it's not just a one-off payment. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, After all, you know, these recordings of yours, they're helping people out. Insomniacs. People who can't sleep. Well, well yes, I, I'm doing a service. Uh, I, I really am. And, uh, we've had lots of nice letters from people saying how... Uh, how good Paul's recordings are at uh, putting people to sleep. Oh, that's lovely. Lovely. I'm beginning to think that Paul's a bit ungrateful. 
he should take the, uh, you know, uh, the praise when he gets it. It's a good audience. Maybe some people might even, you know, listen to his poems or, or even buy his poetry books. So they've got some of his work with them that, you know, when they need to fall asleep and they don't have a, a recording. Yes, yes, maybe, absolutely, yes. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it, uh, I think it's all worked out very well. I, I, I do feel bad for you know uh, doing it behind Paul's back, but uh, is this secret between you and I? Yes, it is. But I want to cut of the biscuits. Oh. I think it's the least you can do for me, seeing as I'm storing them in my ship. Oh, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. You can have some of the biscuits. Just. Uh, Oh, I need I need to be the one who has the the, the passcode because I don't want you going in there and eating them all when I'm not there. As if I do that. Yeah, I think you would though. Oh, these biscuits are so Moorish. Come on, oh, look, uh, we can talk about it. Let's go and get another packet of them biscuits anyway. Yes, okay. Oh, golly, oh gosh, <laughs> I, I could have done with these biscuits, but I was pregnant. I'm trying to lose weight at the moment. Oh, it does say they're very low fat. Oh, how can they be low fat and still taste so good? It's a marvellous science. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, I think it might be. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, (laughs) what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Cromity, uh, can I just have a word? Oh, yes, Paul, what? I, 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 I just wanted to ask you something. Oh, oh what? Uh, I'm supposed to be going to play croquet. Uh, with uh, uh, Tallulah and, and Albert in a minute. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's fine. I, I was going to play too. Um, I, I, I just wonder, I feel bad because I feel like I walked in on a conversation you were having with Gulliver. I, I didn't want to intrude, but uh, I just wanted to ask something. Did you hear our conversation? Well, I, I heard enough, and I just want, just want to say, if, if you're thinking of going to visit Gulliver Tremaine in Sutton Park, then... Then I totally back you on that. And if you decide when you get up there that it's a place you'd like to live more long term, then I also understand. Oh, Paul, I, I don't think it'll come to that. Yes, but you're thinking about it, aren't you? You've been going through quite a lot in the last year. Well, there has been quite a lot going on. And I, I'm never sure if spending so much time around your Uncle John is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It must be very tempting to think about starting a new life, but, but in Sutton Park? Well, Tremaine says it's completely different. Not the place it was when we used to be there in the 90s. Well, yeah, I, I get that, but we just don't want to lose you. You wouldn't lose me, Paul. I'd still help out on the show. 
I could always talk to you via Skype. I mean, Toppy Smelly is in America. Jay the Horn Cub is in America, and they still take part in the show. Yeah, but it's not just about the show. I like having you around. At least you're somebody, you know, somebody I've known for a long time and somebody I can trust and, and somebody who isn't Yeti Uncle John. You'd still have Eek. I know, but how long is he going to stick around? Why? Do you think he's going somewhere? No, no, not really, but I just think everyone's leaving me at the moment. Everyone's going their separate ways, which, you know, bound to happen eventually. Oh, Paul, don't worry about it. I, I haven't even said I'd definitely be going. Oh. So, well, I just wanted to, you know, discuss it with you. That's fine, Paul, of course. Come on, let's go and play croquet with the others. Yes, we've got a whole weekend ahead of us. Um, yeah, come on. Need to work off that dessert. <laughs> we do, don't we? I had three bowls full. Oh, don't worry, I had four. <laughs> oh, dear, I think Martin had five. <laughs> I'm sure he, I'm sure he did, but he's a growing lad. <laughs> okay, um, come on, let's go. Look, the thing is, Tremaine, uh, I, I, I know you're, I, I know you're, um, trying to help things, and in a way you are, but, uh, you know, I, I just feel like Comedy has to focus on his life here. He can't keep running away when things don't work out. It, it's difficult for him because... I don't think he feels like he's in control of his own relationship. It's very much, you know, when Milo is free, when Milo wants to do something, they do something. But um, but when um, when um, Cromartie suggests something, he's got like a 50-50 chance. Um, on a good day as to whether Milo agrees or not. Whereas when Milo suggests doing something, then Cromartie leaps at it. He'll never say no. Um, he wants to be with Milo whenever he can. So if Milo's just doing something he doesn't like, he'll still say yes and do it. Because, you know, Uh, it's a difficult situation. So, you know, you suggesting he goes to Sutton Park, it, it, it just complicates things, I think. Uh, I like Charlie Gurr the best. You know, sometimes I just really wonder about the show. I really do. Yeah. Goodbye, listeners. Thanks for coming. I hope you enjoyed seeing the Phoenix uh, uh, Sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, I'll speak to you again soon. Goodbye for now. Goodbye.